The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Wednesday, May 30th edition. We got a four-game early, a ten-game main slate. Last night was bananas, home runs galore, offense everywhere, pitching hard to come by. That was the name of the game. I had three really good offensive lineups, and the pitching was just not great. It was okay, but not great. Great would have been an awesome night. But I digress. We have, like I said, a four-game early, a ten-game late. We'll skim over the four-game early. Do the 10-game late. Your totals on the day. Blue Jays, Red Sox, 9.5. White Sox, Indians, 9. Cardinals, Brewers, 9. Reds, D-backs, 8.5. So there's your four-day totals. Three of them are 9 or above. So you got some offense. There's still a handful of good pitchers there. Uh, Astros, Yankees, not on the slates unless you're playing full day. And you got Keiko or Severino, total of 8. Then your 10-game night slate. you got Cubs, Pirates, 8. Nationals, Orioles, 8.5. Angels, Tigers, 9. Mets, Braves, 8. Twins, Royals, 9. Giants, Rockies, Coors Field, 11.5. Rays, A's, 8. Miami, San Diego, 7.5. Phillies, Dodgers, 7.5. Rangers, Mariners, 8. So you have two nines and an 11.5, so much better pitching on the night slate as the paper would dictate. Real quick, on your four-game slate today, you got a couple pitchers you could be looking at. You have Corey Kluber leading the way at 12,200. Versus the Chicago White Sox. This is, um, yeah, if you're paying for it, it makes a ton of sense. He is by far the best matchup on the slate. You're facing a White Sox team that uh, strikes out a ton. They strike out, uh, where can't I find it all of a sudden? Uh, They strike out at a heck of a rate against right-handed pitching. Almost a 24% strikeout rate. He's a minus 300 favorite. Whatever you could like, you will like. They have a 2-9 total. Lowest on the day slate. Lefty's 268. Righty's 316. You know, Kluber isn't striking out the guys quite at the clip he was in years past. But he's still darn, darn impressive and definitely worth a look on this early slate. After a guy like Corey Kluber, you look at Eduardo Rodriguez at 7900 bucks. He's GPP only. He's a bit sketchy. There's no sugarcoat in that. But uh, his last two starts, he's gotten you 20-plus DraftKings points. He's been very, very efficient. 
and it lines up with only walking three his last start and none of the start before. He had seven Ks in both. Uh, so he got the job done. Still only five and two-thirds. He hasn't hit that six-inning mark in quite some time. With 20 or more points and three or four starts, it is a little tilting facing a Blue Jays team. The Blue Jays offense could be a sneaky stack today because they are a right-hand dominated offense. When you look at uh, the Blue Jays today, they have a team total of a little over four. Lefties 290, righties 298 off of Erod. So Erod's been getting it done. But they do have some good power versus uh, left-handed pitching. Uh, he strike, uh, they, they are striking out about 22.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So that could be a sneakier set of bats to look at. But you're looking at Erod at 79. Uh, I didn't mention Corbin because something just looks broken with him. But if you want to go there at 10-9, you can. The only other other guy I'm going to mention, and he's going to be the chalk of the chalk. Everybody has been dying for this day, is Alex Reyes of the St. Louis Cardinals making his debut this year. Milwaukee striking out almost 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. There is a ton to like in this one. The Brewers have a 4-3 total. Um, it wouldn't shock me if you know the Brewers ran into some because they have a ton of power. They're a big league ball club. But the rehab starts Reyes has had, everything points to just being absolutely outstanding. So... Definitely something to look at there. Uh, a quick look at the bats on this slate. Like you said, you got Toronto versus Boston. Boston's going to be outstanding versus uh, Sam Viglio. Uh, they have a very nice total on the slate of 5-4-4. Lefties, 372. Righties, 259 versus Caviglio. So you got your Mitchie two-bags, your Rafael Devers, your Ben Intendis for starters. But you never count out like J.D. Martinez. Maybe Mookie Betts finally comes out. Maybe Sandy Leone catches our boy Ozzy in the snap, uh, Slack chat. Uh, he played he played Sandy Leone last night at 2% and got 30-plus points. That was a hell of a call there. So, definite Boston love in this one. You got Toronto versus Erod, like I said. If you want to go to the right-handed bats, you definitely could. You got the likes of... Uh, uh, you're going to got like Malle behind the dish. You're going to have... Um, oh, that is garbage. Um, you're going to have Malle behind the dish at about... 3,500, but more more so at first base. Justin Smoke does hit lefties really, really well at 4,200. You got Mitchie two bags at 41. Both good options in this ballgame. But you go, you just keep going down the lineup. You got the likes of uh, Donaldson, who was out yesterday. If he's out today, that makes Erod a little little sexier. But Solarte, he's second base, third base, can switch hit. Um, you got cheap shortstop options. Maybe uh, Urena gets the start or someone else there. But in the outfield is where I'm really looking at. Teoscar Hernandez at 4K, Kevin PR at 3,700. And you see what else comes out in that lineup. That's kind of the stuff you can really go and take a look at. White Sox, Indians, you know, if you want to go with the White Sox versus Kluber, go for it. You're looking at Daniel Polkas. Uh, they've been running out yesterday. I played them in the sh- uh, showcase, showdown. First base, third base, Matt Scholes, 3,200. Made his debut two games ago. He's actually been decent um, the last couple games since getting his call up. But he's nothing fancy. He's 3,200 bucks. Uh, he got you just two points yesterday at 21 the day before. He's going to be a boomer bust kind of guy. But he's sitting in the middle of the order. you got guys like Gilmer Sanchez, Yohan Moncada. All interesting options, but nothing great. Uh, outside of Boston, Cleveland should be the chalk of this slate. A 6-1-1 total is the second highest, or is the highest on the slate. Boston is the second highest. Uh, lefty's 352, righty's 354 versus Ronaldo Lopez. So your Indians and your Red Sox are going to be in play. And obviously you're looking at the likes of, uh, you know, you got... Jose Ramirez at uh, 5,300, Lindor's at 49, and Michael Brantley at 48 are all phenomenal, phenomenal plays there. But then pick and choose and see where the rest of the lineup plays out. I, I've been playing a lot of Yonder Alonso. He's 4K today. Price has gone up a little bit. 
he could be in for a nice car, uh, spot there, uh, a little cheap if you're looking, and then see maybe you know Roberto Perez catches for 2400 you'll get a discount on the slate. You go over to St. Louis, Milwaukee. We mentioned Reyes is there, but uh, we're looking at the St. Louis Bats versus Guerra. You're not running to just go crazy against him, but a 4-7 total. Lefty's 348, righty's 348. It gives you a little bit to look at there. Jose Martinez had the day off yesterday. He's 3,900. You got guys like Matt Carpenter, still too cheap at 3,900. Went deep again yesterday. He's almost a must play today. Second base, third base eligible. So give him a look. And then just go through the rest of the lineup and see what you can get. Ozuna is still only 3,400 and cheap. You know, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Tommy Pham, all the usual suspects. And then when you got Cincy, Arizona, this could be the sneaky stack that no one remembers, basically. You got Arizona's got a five total. Lefty's 4'11", righty's 3'14", versus Sal Romano. And then when you look at Cincinnati, sure, uh, Corbin's been good. Velocity's been wanky, though, so keep an eye on that. Lefty's 265, righty's 279, so it's not like you're running to play those guys. But you could really pick and choose this game and have some fun. You got, you you know, Goldie's interesting, but Joey Votto at 43, uber contrarian. But guys like uh, Daniel Escalso, only 3300 bucks went deep again yesterday. Super cheap, second base, third base eligible. We mentioned how lefties are hitting 411 versus Sal Romano. So someone to keep an eye on there. When you head over to third base, Eugenio Suarez crushes lefties. He's 4,300 versus uh, Patrick Corbin. Uh, we know he's been outstanding this year, but last year and in the past, lefties have destroyed Patrick Corbin. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, Jake Lamb's also 4,100 versus Romano. Again, Descalso can play third base for you too. Jose Peraza at 35 versus Corbin could be a cheapie. And then you go to the outfield, you got like Daniel Peralta, or David Peralta at 37. Um, Adam Duvall at 35. These are just for starters. There could be a lot to look at. What I recommend on this four-game slate is you could run with some of this info here and then join us in the Slack chat and uh, ask any questions you want. Don't be scared to ask questions. We can't tell. We can't talk. We can't maybe, you know, find a diamond in the rough unless we all uh, get it done. There's a handful of guys that's been really active the last few days. So it's been very, very nice. But uh, the more you guys make it active, the more we can get good plays coming. So there you have it. Kind of a brief rundown on the four-game slate. Let's get into your uh, 10-game main slate. But first, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Uh, You make your first deposit. Use promo code SDSPORTS. And you get entry into a free $3 tournament. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. You draft in under five minutes and you're done. You... uh, Snake style drafting, tons and tons of fun. They have baseball. You got best ball for football right now, and then during the season, it's amazing. You got golf. You got the Memorial teeing off tomorrow. Really, really loaded field for that. So it's a good week to play draft there as well. You don't have to worry about ownership because you're the only one owning them. It's a lot of fun. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Use promo code SD Sports when you check out for entry into a free three dollar tournament. Now let's get into the ten game main slate where we have some really, really interesting options to pick from tonight. You got three pitchers over $11,000, and they are all in play. You got Max Scherzer at 13.9 at the Baltimore Orioles. You know what you're going to get with Max. He could give up some power, but as a whole, he will be locked and loaded. Baltimore doesn't have the lowest total, which is a bit surprising. A 3.5 total. Lefty's 253, righty's 271. But they've been, you know, a 293 Wobo, which is really, really bad versus uh, right handed pitching. Scherzer uh, striking out over 35%. We talked about this a couple pods ago when he when he pitched. He's Kane, I think, like 40 to 45%, maybe even 50. It was close to 50, I think, of the right-handed batters he faces. And Baltimore has a righty-heavy lineup. You have Chris Davis. Maybe they squeeze in a couple, like Chance Cisco at the dish. All in all, it's a very right-handed heavy lineup. They're striking out 25% of the time versus righties. 
Uh, he has just given up a lot of fly balls, so it's the only concern of the ball can fly out of Baltimore. So I wouldn't be shocked if someone ran, ran into one or a couple guys ran into one. Pedro Alvarez maybe could get into one. But uh, as a whole, Scherzer is a really, really good play at 39. A good cash game play for sure. GPP's ownership should be low, so you can go there. But where I'm starting out up top, if I'm going up top, is James Paxton at 11-7. He is at home against the Texas Rangers. Paxton has just been outstanding this year. He's been great all around, but he's got 29 points on average at home compared to 21-9 on the road. He did play Texas earlier this year. He struggled four innings, five earned, uh, no long balls, but three walks, six Ks. But, man, of late, it's just been crazy. He's had no-no four starts ago, scuffled the first start back, but then back-to-back 36-plus point games. And he's just been great, seven or more Ks in three straight. Everything is just jumping off the board when you look at James Paxton. His numbers are just phenomenal. There's really no hiding how good he has been. And when you look at uh, a Texas team that strikes out 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching, Paxton's a minus 250 favorite. You know, again, striking out 30% he faces, great ground ball rate of 40, not great, but good ground ball rate of 42%. And they have the lowest total on the entire day, let alone the slate. So if you're playing the all day, he's got the lowest total. He's got the lowest total on the night slate at 2.8. Lefties are hitting 343, righties 284. He's got a reverse splits going there. But he's been damn outstanding against uh, against everybody. The Rangers do have a good Wobo of 316, a little above average, and a really out, like a, a way above average ISO of 190 versus lefties. So they have some thump. Uh, GPPs, maybe you sneak in some Rangers to be in, to differentiate if you're mass multi-entry or you just want to be really different. I get that. But when you're looking at James Paxton, he's passed every test this year except the Rangers. So I love him at 11-7 if you're paying up. I think he's my top option ownership-wise and production-wise. The third guy you're looking at here is Mr. Shohei Otani. He's 11,200 at the Detroit Tiger. He's been getting moved around like crazy these days. Um, you know, he got his start skipped this last time through, or pushed back, I should say. He's been really, really good overall this year, obviously. Um, but on the road, he's given up nine earned and 17 and a third. He's had his you know worst production at home than on the road. Still been very, very good, and the strikeout upside is pretty good with him, except... The Tigers striking only 21% of the time. He is a minus 180 road favorite. He's striking out over 32% that he faces. Does give up some hard contact when he leaves it in the zone, but he's been overall very, very good. Detroit's got a 385 total. Lefty's 294. Righty's 279. They have an abysmal ISO of 149 versus right-handed pitching. So Shohei Otani is not a good spot. I'm just concerned. I don't really know why they keep moving around. We talked about it on Bench with Bubba episode 97, which... Is dropping this morning. I had some uh, technical difficulties and some personal stuff to do last night. So it's dropping as we speak. As I record this, that is loading onto your iTunes and other formats. But uh, go check that out. We, we kind of broke or mentioned they keep moving him around about worrying about his workload. But, you know, he's a better pitcher than he is hitter, even though he's hitting great. I'd rather have him making every start and not hitting as much. So it's very interesting. I'm curious of how his health really is. So up top here, I got Paxton 1, Otani 2, Scherzer 3, but I, I'm kind of starting to lean towards Scherzer 2. It's just more of a price point. 13.9 makes life really, really difficult. Now, when you drop down below, the next closest price guy to Shohei Otani at 11.2 is Kyle Hendricks at 8400 bucks. We're talking, that is $2,800 difference. And he's in play at the Pittsburgh Pirate. Kyle Hendricks has been, he's not flashy. This is a great cash game play. A really, really good cash game play. Again, nothing fancy. He's been much better at home, but against the Pirates this year, one start, six innings, two earned, seven Ks for 18.7 points. Again, somehow his road starts, he just doesn't quite get it done as much. So maybe keep that in mind tonight. Maybe play that game. It is a small sample size, 
but when you're looking at Kyle Hendricks, you're facing a Pirates team that, um, oh man, sorry. He, uh, they strike out a little less than 20% of the time versus righties. He's a 21% K guy. Not a huge K guy, but a big ground ball guy. 50% ground ball rate, which is what you're looking for. The Pirates team total is 3.9. Lefty's 339, righty's 332. Makes for a, a pretty good cash game play with a good floor with, you know, 20 to 25 point upside. So not the best of GPP plays, but heck, you saw the way pitching went last night. You know, a safe, hopefully 15 plus is better than what we saw last night because that was some shaky-ass pitching last night. Unless you had Kyle Gibson and Jake Arrieta, every other pitcher was a rocky, rocky mess. Um, after Kyle Hendricks, we look at Fernando Romero of the Minnesota Twins, 7800 bucks at Kansas City. Pretty much the same reason I liked Gibson last night is why I like Romero. He's uh, He's been showing six or more K type upside in almost every start this year. He's been going five-plus innings in almost every start this year. Outside of a blow-up here or there, he's given up like two runs or less in every start. He's been very, very good. Um, Kansas City doesn't strike out a ton. Gibson did get about a K in inning out of him, so that was good. We'll take that. Romero's a road favorite, a minus 125 road favorite. He's striking out 25%. Like most young arms, and we've talked about this anytime we've mentioned Romero, he does walk a handful of guys, an 11.2% walk rate, but a ground ball rate of over 54%, which is really, really good to go with his 20 20 plus percent uh, K rate. So he's definitely limiting the fly balls a lot to like there. Kansas City has a 4.3 total. Lefty's 325, righty's 322. But man, when you talk about Kansas City in power, barely an average Wobo 301 and a abysmal 121 ISO versus righty. So they really don't have a lot of thump versus the right handed pitcher. So it makes Fernando Romero a very intriguing play at 7,800 bucks. Another kind of good cash game play. Cash games tonight could be interesting because you could go all the way up for Scherzer, which is pretty stable for cash. But if you want to go like Hendricks Romero, and Romero's a little kind of a coin toss between cash and GPP, probably a little more GPP, but the floor is pretty good there against Kansas City. You could almost go Hendricks and Romero and get every bat in the world. Or you go to my favorite guy on the slate, and he was the favorite guy on the slate he pitched on last time because DraftKings still has him priced too low, in my opinion. But Ross Stripling is 7300 bucks at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. And Ross Stripling has been outstanding. We absolutely raked it in with him last time out where he went 6-2-3, 6 hits, no earned, 10 Ks against the San Diego Padres in his three starts. 18-4, 31-1, 35-4. He's got five or more innings in every start. He's got seven or more Ks in every start. He's given up 0-1 and two earned runs. He got all the way to 105 pitches his last time out, so pitch counts are not an issue. I'm really confused on why he's 7300 bucks unless there's something that no one else is reporting that DraftKings knows about Stripling. Um, Kenta Maeda had to leave early with an injury yesterday, so the bullpen got taxed a bit. There's a lot of interesting angles you can go here with Stripling, besides the fact that Philadelphia strikes out 26.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, he's got a great ground ball rate, soft contact, swing and strike. He's got a 26% carry rate of his own. He's been outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. I mentioned picking him up in your season-long leagues. I did that. Everything you want to look at is great. He has a three-point... Uh, Phillies have a 3.2 team total, second lowest on the night slate behind the Rangers and James Paxton. Lefty's 230, righty's 253. I love stripping at, at uh, 7300 bucks. He's one of those that I will play. If he gets beat up, so be it. It was not meant to be tonight. There's... Everything points to this should work out well. At worst, he gives you... Six innings of two earned and like seven Ks, and that is outstanding at seventy three hundred bucks. If his price point was eighty eight to ninety five or something, okay, I still think he's a really good play. But your expectations are so much higher. 
It's like Danny Duffy yesterday at 4K. He got you 15-something points. That's outstanding. That's better than most hitters you play at 4K. So, stripping at 73, definitely, definitely a play for you tonight. Last guy I mentioned is Joe Musgrove. It's risky. Second start back. He is facing the Chicago Cubs, which is always a dicey thing, especially with the likes of Rizzo and company heating up. But, you know, his first start back, seven innings, five hits, nowhere in seven Ks against the Cardinals was outstanding. Do you expect him to be that great? Probably not. Can he be good? Yes. And that's why I wanted to bring him up at 6900 bucks. There's not a lot of good cheapies tonight. Chicago doesn't strike out a ton, a little over 20%. But you got uh, Musgrove, who's a good ground ball guy with, with strikeout upside. You got a Cubs team with only a 4.1 total. It's like middle of the pack. Lefties 327, righties 151. Small sample. Again, just one start for Musgrove. So he could regress quite a bit in this one. We don't know. But for 6900 definitely worth a look on this type of slate. So to recap your pitching, up top, you have Paxton 1. I'm going to go Scherzer 2 and Otani 3. I'm just worried about Otani. I could be totally wrong. He could go spin a gym, and there we go. But I'm just I'm just slightly concerned. And then when you go below that, I got Stripling 1, Kyle Hendricks 2, Romero 3, Joe Musgrove 4. So lots and lots to like when you're breaking it all down. Now let's get to the bats on this slate. At the catcher's position, you got Buster Posey and Coors at 44. Went deep yesterday. Against Sonny, or against John Gray, not as great of a play, but still it's in Coors. It's a really good play. You go down to guys like JT Real Muto. The Marlins are going to play tonight against Clayton Richards. We've mentioned how pesky they are. They keep doing it night in and night out. They're cheap. Real Muto's 4,100. He's the only one that's not cheap. Uh, lefty's 280, but righty's 350 off Clayton Richards. So Real Muto at 41 is definitely worth a look tonight. You go down to guys like Asmani Grandal at 3,800 for Zach Eflin when you're talking the Doyers. Um, they have a 4-3 total. Lefties are hitting Eflin at 4-12. Righties 260, but lefties are getting to him big time. So a guy like Grandal at 3,800 could be in play for you. Devin Mesoraco has been sneaky good since coming to the Mets. He's 3,700 versus Tehran. But I'm looking at guys like the Atlanta Braves. This is just a match made in blow-up heaven. Uh, if, if they don't do it tonight, it's just another one of those like the stripling thing. It's just not meant to be. But the Braves have a team total of only 3-9, which Vegas is drunk. Because Jason Vargas is on the mound. Lefty's 350, righty's 392. They have a 366 Woba and a 198 ISO, which is way above, way above. Those are like elite numbers in baseball. Jason Vargas is coming off short rest to make the start for the injured four. Um, this has bad news bears written all over it. Kurt Suzuki at 35 or Flowers at 37. Whoever catches in that one, outstanding. Yeah, Chris Iannetta and Coors versus Derek Holland at 36. Also a great play there, but I love those Braves catchers a lot tonight. Whichever one gets to start, lock and load. Or you can go to Mike Zanino at $3,300 because Matt Moore is making a start for the Texas Rangers in Seattle. That's another great one to target. Mariners have a 5.2 total. Second highest on the night slate just behind the Colorado Rockies and just above the San Francisco Giants. Lefties hitting 493, righties 373 versus Matt Moore. So Zunino in that power at 3300 versus Moore, another outstanding play. So you got the Braves catchers and you got Zunino in awesome, awesome spots. You can go to Wilson Ramos for Sean Benai at 33. Ramos went deep yesterday. We kind of liked him there. He's in a decent spot again tonight. Other than that, uh, check your lineups. There'll be a few that pop up here and there in the cheapy department based on. Um, you know, spot starts, Wednesdays, stuff like that, that will stick out to you like a Mitch Garver maybe or something along those lines. I forgot to mention, when you look at the Twins tonight, this could be interesting. A 4-7 total, uh, the youngster Brad Keller is making a start for uh, Kansas City, so I'll have to see how that one pans out. 
First base, you got Belton Coors at 55. That's a great look. Uh, the Rizzo at 45, he's been crushing it. I had him in you know two of my three lineups last night. Uh, he's averaging almost over 11 points his last three. He's got 23 and 26 his last two. He's gone deep in both of them. I mentioned his hit streak. It's like 14 games or something right now. He's just crushing at 45. So I guess Musgrove could be an interesting play. If not, CJ Crone at 42. Went deep again yesterday in a great spot there. Matt Adams could be interesting versus Hess at 4,100. Uh, Carlos Santana, if you aren't using Stripling at 4K, but then Cody Bellinger at 4K versus Eflin is pretty solid as well. Farther down you go, you got guys like Max Muncy, 3,800 bucks, first base, third base eligible, hitting towards the top of that Dodgers lineup. That's a really solid play there if you want to go a little cheaper at first or third base. Don't hate that at all. A guy like Matt Olson at 37 versus Nate Eovaldi. Eovaldi making his season debut for the Rays. Uh, Olsen can be a nice power source for you there at 3700 A little farther down, Ryan McMahon and Coors at 3400 First base, third base eligible. It's a cheap Coors piece of the pie. But Ryan Healy, we've talked about him every day. He's you know he's, he's an up, he's down, but he has tons of power versus left-handed pitching. He's 3300 bucks versus Matt Moore. That's a phenomenal play if you're looking for savings uh, at the position. I don't think he, you don't have to. There's other really good plays at the position, but if you're looking for savings... Ryan Healy at 3,300 is good. So you got Zunino at 33 and Healy at 33 so far. Cheapies in Seattle. Let's head over to the second base position. You got Ozzy Albies at 52. Crushes lefties. We know this. Uh, Cesar Hernandez at 45. If you're going against Stripling, he's there. Uh, you go down to guys like Jed Lowry at 41. Very solid look here against Nate Eovaldi. As Dribble Cabrera at 39 versus Tejeron could be in play for you as well. Benny Zobers at 37 went deep yesterday. He's played pretty well off and on the last month or so. So he's another bat to look at there. Starling Castro at 34 versus Clayton Richards. If you want to go a little cheaper, you can go that direction. But uh, as a whole, not a ton down here. Maybe Castro gets the spot start in Colorado. He's a right-handed bat. Daniel Castro against Derek Holland. He's 3,200. You know, there's punt plays and there's just punt plays. And at 3,200 for a guy like Castro, it's not great. But anytime you get a piece of Coors for that cheap, you give it a look. That's for sure. Um, other than that... I'm looking around. Maybe a Pat Valeka first base, third base at 29 versus Holland. He could come into play for you as well. But uh, check your lineups and see what else pops up. Going over to third base, you're going to have Nolan Arenado and Coors or Derek Holland at 54, which is outstanding. That is stuff dreams are made of. So you definitely try to get him in where you can. Other than that, you know, Chris Bryant's always worth a look in his actions. Uh, Anthony Rendon's hitting lefties and righties right now. 4300 bucks versus Hess. He'll go overlooked. Rendon gets overlooked a ton. So you can go go that direction if you want. Or Mustakas versus Romero at 42. Could be worth a look, too. You got Longo and Coors at 41. Had a big double dong night last night. We talked about Longo at 3,700 as a really, really good play last night. Not as great tonight, but still at Coors at 41 as really good value. Uh, Eduardo Escobar at 4K versus Keller. He's third base shortstop eligible. I can go that direction. Mentioned Max Muncy at 38 as a good look for you, too. Uh, Kyle Seager does have a lot of power versus lefty, so don't sleep on him at 35. So he's in play if you need to go a little cheaper. Mentioned Ryan McMahon already at 34. Uh, Matt Duffy's been swinging it decently. He's 3,400. I'd probably try to go elsewhere just because uh, playing in Oakland and Manaya, but it's not horrible at 34 if you want to be really, really different. But, you know, third base outfit eligible. Again, Brian Anderson, 3,200 bucks. Nothing flashy, but back-to-back 10-point games. He's got eight or more in three of, or two of his last three, or three of his last four. Just, he's not fancy. He's in a great spot versus Richards, hitting towards the top of that order from the right side of the plate. 
Someone to definitely keep your eye on in that matchup. Uh, Johan Camargo, third base shortstop eligible. He's 3K for the Braves going against Jason Vargas. Nice, cheap option. Seven or more in three straight games. I had the game winner walk-off base knock last night. He's a nice cheapie you can look at at third base and shortstop. Probably more shortstop than third. But you never know. They're both options. Uh, there'll be other cheapers as well. Shortstop, how you buy is at 49 is interesting. But Trevor Story in Tours versus Lefty. Lock and load at 4800 bucks. He's definitely in play tonight. Gene Segura versus Lefty. I always like at 4600 B. Crawl and Tours at 45 are all intriguing options. Anderson Simmons at 4100 versus Mike Fires is someone you can definitely take a peek at. Especially more of a cash game than a GPP play for you there. Eduardo Escobar at 4K. Mentioned him already. A few other guys you could maybe take a gander at you down below. Shortstop's always top-heavy these days. It's really weird. But like a Miguel Rojas at 3,300 versus Clayton Richards, especially if he's hitting towards the top of that Miami lineup, he can come into play for you tonight. Um, other than that, maybe Franklin Barreto gets a start at 3,100. Again, Yohan Camargo, 3K. That's a nice cheapie that we're going to be looking at, I have a feeling, tonight. That's uh, JT Riddle, 2,800 bucks. Our boy's back. Someone, <laughs> A buddy of ours jumped in the Slack chat the other day and said, hey, JT Riddle got called up. Isn't that your boy? He was our cheapie last year that when we just wanted to punch shortstop, we get Riddle for like 2600 and get us five or more points almost every day. So he's back. He had an inside-the-park home run last night. I started laughing looking at that. Heading to the outfield, you got Mike Trout at 6K versus Fires. It's not a bad play if you can afford it. But neither is Bryce Harper at 57 versus Hess. Both great spots. you got Blackman and Coors at 56 is in play, of course. Nick Markakis, who does hit lefties just fine. He's 44 versus Vargas. Uh, Nelly Cruz versus the lefty Matt Moore at 44 is sexy, and you know it. Uh, you go down to guys like, uh, you're not going to pay 43 for Gorky's. I love Gorky's. It's Coors. It's 43. That's just still too tough. Uh, Odebo Herrera at 43 is interesting. But Eddie Rosario at 42. I think the Twins are going to get overlooked tonight. And we know they can be tilting because the Twins, they can go out there and put up a big crooked number, or they can go do what they did last night and score one run. So... They're tilting, but for GPPs, ownership-wise, they're going to go super low-owned. So a guy like Eddie Rosario at 42 could be a nice play for you there with like your Eduardo Escobars, maybe sprinkling a Dozier or a Snow, or we look at guys like Max Kepler, go from the left side of the plate. We have, it's a small sample with this Keller kid for the Royals. Go down farther, though, you got guys like Kyle Schwarber, who had a laser last night at 4200 bucks. Enciarto at 41 Mentioned Matt Adams earlier at 41 uh, A little farther down... Denard Span, maybe not tonight, but Mitch Hanniger at 4K is a really, really good price tag versus Matt Moore. Like Mitch Hanniger a lot at 4K. So you're kind of getting an idea of who we're picking on tonight. Justin Upton at 4K is a value versus Mike Fires. Uh, when you look at the Angels, we haven't talked much about them, but a 5 1 5 total. Lefty's 368, righty's 339 versus Fires. So the Angels, like even a Louis Valbuena can be super cheap, first base, third base. He went deep last night. That's the GPP stuff you look at with uh, Louis Valbuena. Always a cheaper option if you just want to get punty and weird. Uh, Cody Bellinger has gained his outfit eligibility, his first base outfit of 4K. But a guy like Ian Happ who's having a, a really good month of May, he's 4000 Brian Nemo, our boy, 3900 bucks, another 28-point night last night. This kid is just really, really good. He's going to have a couple down nights here and there, but as a whole, heck of a ball player. He's 3900 Julio Tejeron, always overlooked in his matchups. You got McCutcheon and Coors at 39 Um you can go down farther, maybe a Corey Dickerson at 39. I'm not really running to target Hendricks. Uh, Conforto at 38, I don't mind. Juan Soto at 38, I'm a big fan of. I had, I've had i had him almost every day in at least one lineup. 16 points last night. 
Uh, got a stolen base, three more hits, and a walk. He's, he's, he's a very productive ball player. Not big nights every night, but very productive. Uh, Max Kepler at 38, do like that quite a bit. We mentioned him just a second ago with the Twins. Uh, streaming down a little farther, Austin Meadows at 38, I do like to target against Hendricks because since Hendricks is a ground ball guy, Meadows can use his speed and get on and steal if he doesn't elevate one and go deep. So Meadows at 38, I can see as an option. A little farther down, you know, besides your normal Coors guys that are there, you got Zobris we talked about already. Uh, maybe a Jay Bruce at 34. He's been a little, you know, busty of late, so I'm not running to play him. Uh, you go down to even farther in the three Ks. It's pretty bleak tonight. Maybe a John Jay if he's leading off for Kansas City at 3300 could be a little value pivot for you. Um, ben Gamble at 32 maybe. But Brian Anderson at 32, we do like that one. Talked about that already as an option. Guillermo Heredia at 31, I love versus Mr. Moore. Especially he's at the top of the order. He was almost a must play at 3,100. Even at the bottom as a punt, 3,100 for Heredia is a really good play versus Moore. Don't mind that at all. Rex Grossman at 31 is in play for you as well. Uh, Nick Williams at 31, nice and cheap if you aren't playing Stripling. But then Matt Joyce hitting at the top of the order, 31 versus Evaldi is another cheapie. So you have a handful of of cheaper options down here in the, the low threes that you can definitely go take a gander at and not be too worried. And then check your lineups, see what other, you know, two dollars $2,800 guys pop up for you. Recapping your pitching on this 10-game slate, you got Paxton up top, Scherzer 2, Otani 3. Down below, you got Stripling 1, Hendricks 2, Romero 3, Musgrove 4. Check out your BVP real quick on this slate the full day. We'll talk about it all. Russell Martin, 4 for 14 with a double and a homer off Erod. Solarte and Kendrick Morales are taking him deep as well. Jose Abreu, 16 for 45. Three doubles and five home runs. It's a 356 average versus Corey Kluber. Uh, da, da, da. Matt Carpenter, 4 for 8. Two doubles off of Junior Guerra. Eugenio Suarez, 4 for 11 with a double and a homer off of Patrick Corbin. Giancarlo, 3 for 8, 2 homers off Talis Keuchel. Adam Jones, 13 for 29, 3 doubles and 4 home runs off Max Scherzer. So if you want to be contrarian on a BVP play, Adam Jones can be a very interesting play for you there. Gregory Polanco, 10 for 25, 2 doubles, 2 homers off Kyle Hendricks. Sean Rodriguez, Adam Frazier, and Josh Harrison have all taken Hendricks deep. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, Zach Cozart, 5 for 12, 3 doubles and a triple versus Fires. Trout, 5 for 15, 3 doubles and a homer. Valbuena, 4 for 13 with a double and a homer. Calhoun's taking a deep. Pujols twice. Kinsler once. Lots to love about that Angels team to be super low-owned and sneaky. Markakis, 8 for 28. Two doubles, two homers off Vargas. Flowers and Suzuki have each just taken a deep once. We love those catchers. Azrubal Cabrera, 9 for 29. Three doubles versus Tejeron. Jay Bruce, uh, two homers. Agon and Conforto have taken a deep as well. Andrew McCutcheon, 5 for 10 with a double off John Gray, but no homers for the Giants versus Gray. Johnny Lucroy, 5 for 7, two doubles and a homer off Eovaldi. Ryan Healy, 2 for 6 with a homer off Matt Moore. Shinsu Chu, 6 for 12, two doubles off Paxton, if you want to be contrarian. Chu went, Chu went deep last night. Um, and that'll do it for your BVP on the slate. Again, you're looking at... Uh, in the evening slate, obviously the Rockies are in play for you there. The Mariners against Matt Moore are very nice. We got the Giants and Coors, the Angels. Talked about them. Uh, the Twins can be sneaky. A four-seven total, something to look at there as well. So a lot of good options for you. Four game early, ten game late. You got the all days. You got the showdowns. You got a bunch of mixes and matches you can check out. 
But you want to do is check out us at thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. Uh, we have the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast out, previewing the Memorial. We have Jesse's already got his picks out. We'll have our OAD picks today. We'll have much, much more golf coverage for you there. we got another UFC coming up this weekend. Again, Bench with Bubba episode 97 with Lance Brozdowski is available for you now. Recording around the basis, episode 66 tonight with Mo. We'll have guest Chris Blessing of Baseball HQ on to talk about the baseball draft. And so much more coming up at thesportsdegens.com. So go check us out. Uh, check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join the Slack chat. Go to draftdraft.com, promo code SD Sports for entering a free $3 tournament. Go rate us and review us on your listening devices, iTunes, and whatever. But more importantly, good luck today as this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, May 30th edition. I'm out.